Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now, with over a half a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey there, my friend. It's Matt. I'm really glad that you're here with me on the podcast today. I am so excited about uh, this couple of people, incredible people, that I'm going to be introducing to you today on the podcast. Frank and Kathleen Monteleon, who are from New Orleans and uh, fellow Southerners, which I love. <laughs> Although Kathleen's actually from Oregon through via New York City, but that's a whole other story. But um, they are incredible actors, producers, uh, people who are in uh, the theater area of the world and really doing incredible things in the kingdom of God, not only through their own creative expression, but also encouraging other creatives, uh, just like we are here on The Thriving Christian Artist, to be everything that God's called them to be in the kingdom. So you are going to love this podcast and getting to know uh, what Frank and Kathleen are doing. Now, you know, I always love to give a shout out uh, to my podcast listeners before we get started with an episode. And I have to say, Today is probably one of my favorite reviews that I've ever written, and so I'm going to let you know, okay, if this is you, because I don't see uh, your name on you know, the, the review, actually, here's what I want you to do. I want you to send me an email and let me know, hey, Matt, that was me. That was me that gave you that, uh, <laughs> that review, because I'm going to send you a little goodie, okay? Now, if you don't know this, and you, and you may not know this, but one of my favorite singers, musicians of all time is Elton John. I love him. Grew up playing Elton John and Billy Joel on my piano as a teenager and still do to this day on my Yamaha grand piano here at the house. I love, love, love his music. And um, so this podcast review today, you're probably saying, what does that have to do with Elton John? Well, here's the podcast review. It's it's entitled Gratitude, five stars, okay? And it says, hi, Matt. I know you asked for reviews, but being English, I'll quote Elton John. Quote, I hope you don't mind that I put down in words how wonderful life is that you're in the world. (laughs) Much appreciation. I can't find this teaching anywhere else. And I listen and think, wow. And then I find the next bit of hope to keep going on the journey. Wow, that really, really uh, just touches my heart on a number of different levels, not only my Elton John level, but also because uh, you're really receiving from this podcast. That means a huge amount to me, to my team, and uh, we just really are glad that that you're listening. For all of you that are listening out there, thank you so much for listening and reviewing. And so whoever you are out there, okay, over in Great Britain, over in over in the United Kingdom, send me an email, matt at matttommymentoring.com, and uh, I'm going to send you a little goodie, okay, in the mail from me. Uh, what about an autograph book? All right. You can tell us which one of my books you'd like, and um, I'll be glad to autograph it and send it to you in the mail. My treat. All right. Well, guys, listen, uh, I love you very much. I'm going to get out of the way. You're going to love this episode with my friends, Frank and Kathleen Monteleon. Well, hey, my friend, I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. I've got some friends of mine here with me all the way from New Orleans, fellow Southerners, and we're glad to have them <laughs> with us, Frank and Kathleen Montleon. Guys, welcome. So glad that you're with me today. And who that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So we met kind of the, in this kind of crazy way 
you know, through Hawaii, which is right, <laughs> right. kind of a crazy thing. Our, our mutual friend, Michelle, is doing some incredible things out there with the conference we're both speaking out, introduced us. And as we were getting to know each other, I was just like, gosh, I want to have you guys on the podcast and just to share who you are and what you're doing. So for those yeah. of my listeners who might not know who you are, uh, why don't you just take just a second and let us know who you are and what you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, Matt, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, this we're is honored. Very cool. Um, well, we're both actors. I'll, I'll speak for myself when yeah. we come together. We're married. <laughs> we're, we're both actors. We met in school in New York. We've been there almost 20 years, you know, hitting the pavement. I, did a, I do a lot more theater and have leaned into that, Broadway, musical theater and singing. Um, Frank has leaned into more yeah. Shakespeare. And- I'm more of the classically trained. I studied out in Oxford uh, and um, for a little while did got our BFAs in acting and then we moved into uh, producing um, as actors do to create their own work. Yeah, we were and- a little restless after however many years and we thought, hey, there's got to be more and actors tend to be like, hey, you want to get together for the weekend and shoot something? And, <laughs> and it just rolls It'll in. It'll be great, right? Right. right and right. Then you're so exhausted. And you're like, whoa, this is a real job. Yeah. Uh, we started, to, started developing and started our own production company that really just develops new content for TV and film. Yeah. Um, that was about five years ago. The company is in New York, but we moved it to New Orleans, and um, we've done a short doc. We've done yeah, television we, pilot. Yeah, we did a um, short doc that ended up on PBS uh, about the longest uh, standing bellhop at um, my family's hotel, Hotel Monteleone. And then we did a, um, uh, a pilot uh, called Avenues that ended up getting optioned by Lionsgate. Um, but we're still developing that, um, hoping to make it into a series. And then we finished our first feature film, which is original, all original Yay. music uh, comedy, um, actually about a true story about Kathleen's uh, experience on reality television. Um, yeah, I was on about an American Idol type show about 14 years ago, you know, vote for me type of show. Yeah, yeah. And um, I made it to the top four and then got the boot. And then uh, however many years later now, 10 to whatever that was 2007 <laughs> I, we wrote a movie about what really happens to the reject immediately after they get the boot in front of america so wow. it's a comedy but it was you know it's about rejection and what really happens awesome yeah. awesome and so you're doing kids. this all while you got kids and you're living long we've had some yes. kids in the meantime <laughs> <laughs> we we're still married i know exactly <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know dog. how how we've done it. That's what people are like, usually don't they say a kid takes like a year off their life just trying to do that. And we, and we did a movie in the same time and they say the same thing about movie. <laughs> right. And but, I don't you know, know how as we did As an actor. It. And I think as a woman too, I was, you, you're so worried, like I'm going to have a baby and it's all going to go away. You know, right. the dream, I'm done. And the second we had our first son, it was like, what are we going to do? What are we going to make? We, you know, we became so productive and like the creativity just, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that we were crazy or carrying our baby around sets and trying to make the movie. And it was pretty fun. That's the best I think thing. That's the cool thing, though, about leaning into whatever season you're in in the kingdom. It's like God knew that. And he knew that you're going to have kids and you're wired to be able to, to flow and thrive in that, you know, in right. whatever you're doing. So it just kind of right. it adds another dimension to it. Right. I mean. Right. right. I'm always asking myself, if we didn't have the baby, would we have been so gusto to go do it? You know, we, I think we were kind of like a why not? What the heck? We're here kind of attitude. And I think that was all in having our son and taking that risk, you know, and doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So you guys grew up in kind of two different 
types of families and that sort of thing was was making a living as a as a creative even on the radar for you growing up and when did that kind of come to an idea that maybe maybe this could happen for us mm. yeah good question you that's a really good question <laughs> well, we think about very differently we met in college so do you want to yeah i mean i think i always knew i wanted to be an actor i mean i'd say i probably knew at age four five mm. uh i had made that decision i and it kind of grew with me um my whole life the funny thing is like i was so confident that i was going to be that that i think it's funny when you actually go i step foot out of college that i was like wait what <laughs> you know i'd spent <laughs> my whole life and then i was like wait i actually have to go do it now um i think that was the big culmination of no but my whole childhood growing up i just i thought it was the best thing to be able to decide to go into any profession learn um get to discover people and i i mean i i just knew from the get-go that that's what I was gonna go do. And then I absorbed so many movies growing up. I was a movie junkie, so I would just watch movie after movie. So I think I was absorbing stories right. um, from the beginning. So that was kind of my childhood. Yeah, and from a very young age, I I wanted to be not an actor, but a Broadway star. I was I was going to be, not not just like the kind that tap dances, like Ethel Merman, Boa, tap dancing, cigarette in the dressing room. Like that was my dream. I mean, it still is. But I that I was my, my whole dream, my whole life. So anything, you know, I'd be in my room, you know, singing Miss Saigon, not knowing that maybe I wouldn't play that part. You know, like everything's I, coming. Seriously, <laughs> my poor parents just like they're struggling again. Um, but that's always my thing, like Broadway, 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 Broadway. And, you know, so I went to college outside of you know. Went, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and then went to school in New York. There was no other thinking that I wouldn't do that. Then got a musical theater and acting degree. I don't even think as a kid I thought being a Broadway star was acting. I just thought it was being a Broadway star. And then, and then after that, realized, <laughs> Oh, you okay, have to work in that too, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this is the profession. We got to make money and here we go. And, um, so yeah, that's kind of been my focus. Yeah. Frank has helped. So you guys, me. so you guys met in college. Did you know the Lord when you met or did you come to know the Lord together? And I'm just interested in, in the journey of how your creativity overlaps your faith journey. Cause I think, Sometimes that happens together. Sometimes it happens separately. Sometimes God sneaks up on you in the, in the middle of it. So what did that yeah, look yeah. like for you guys? Well, actually, um, Frank, I'll let Frank tell his bit of story, but he had been newly saved and was attending a really great church. That was a startup church. A lot of, you know, a charismatic young artist, just really loving God and the Holy spirit. And I got a gig babysitting for the pastors and so I would babysit on Sundays while they would all go to church. Then they'd come home from church and they'd like, you know, get food and have a little wine. And I think, Hey, Marymount, like where we went to college. Hey Frank, I know you. Yeah. And, um, and then Frank started being like, do you need a ride home? And I'm like, no, but okay. And then we started dating. Her. So that was about my junior, senior year in college. He's older than I am. You're older. Yeah. So as we were going from college into the next phase of life, we, started dating and got married right away. So yeah, that, that all came together, um, right. Kind of on the embarking of, yeah, our real life, our adulthood of what was going to happen next in our careers. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I think, I think I got saved going in from my freshman to sophomore year. Um, actually right after nine 11, 
Um, and I lived down at the trade towers. I lived like five blocks from there. So I had my whole, I had a whole encounter with God actually the night before nine 11 when I wasn't saved. And I was, you know, I, I definitely had a much different background. My, my testimony is much different. I came out of drugs and my dad was in prison. I mean, we had, it was much different growing up and to go to New York and then actually saved in the middle of New York was, was kind of the opposite you would think, you know? Um, so I didn't have that background. So I definitely always knew I was going to be an actor, always knew I was, I'm going to be a star, got saved and met Jesus and was completely radically transformed. And then it was kind of like, to your point of your question, it was like, all right, wait, I continue doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then that journey, I was lucky to go through that a bit through college because it kept that basis of training and everything so that I could stay doing what I was doing. And I didn't run from doing, you know, acting or what you think, but there's always been a journey of the appreciation of acting and my faith and how that, the challenges of that, that, that go hand in hand. And I think mm-hmm. we, we kind of felt like we were going rogue by getting married so young because people thought we were giving up our careers because we were getting married young, but really it was the opposite. We were kind of building that foundation for one another and our faith mm-hmm. all at the same time. And it was, it was hard, but it was, it, luckily those staples have become our pillars, mm-hmm. but it's always been a constant journey of like, how do I move through this? career and this crazy industry with faith and what does God say about different junctures of that? um, I mean, I think when we started, because it was right after college and it was like, okay, how are we going to build a career in this? And what do we have to do? We've always had the Lord involved in that because we, we haven't been in our professional life without him. You know, if I were in college, I would have said, oh yeah, no, I wasn't really asking God what, what he thought. <laughs> but after that, <laughs> we did. And like Frank said, we have, man, it just being actors in general and the, the workload and what you have to do and being in New York is a challenge, being newly married. And then we, you know, being in a church, being very involved. We, I did worship. Frank was in prayer. We were looking after the youth. We just, you're just so excited about what the Lord's doing and it just kind of can all be a lot. And we had to just through our marriage and through our careers mature and really go, what God, what are you doing? What do you want us to do? And, and what is our position in the church as an an artist? And we've learned a lot about that too. Um, We're not fully arrived, but we're, we're in it. We're leaning into what that is. I think sometimes we felt like we had to really serve the church in order to be blessed in our careers yeah, and yeah. on thinking. And I know you, you really address that in a lot yeah. of what you do. So and we were also 22, like <laughs> whatever you want, God, and I want to be a Broadway star too. So don't forget, yeah. you know, so it was just, we that. got married when we were 23 too. And I'm like, who let us get married? I'm I like, we, didn't know. we didn't know. I think 23 year olds now, I'm like, you're not getting married. No. Right. 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 Oh my gosh. God works it out, right? It works it out. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. God's been with us. And we're sharpening that. You've been so great listening to, um, to podcasts and, and hearing you and and teaching us like really how to heal as artists going up through the church mm-hmm. and right. places yeah. that we could be a, you know and we did feel that we had an experience where we got taken advantage of but I think with with acting and having that as your centerpiece sometimes that doesn't fit in every medium right, right. so we find ourselves in funky venues where like I mean you know this with art it's like if I hang a piece of art in an alley that's gonna have a different value than I'm gonna hang it in an, a gallery. Sure. And 
And it just, that presentation and being looked after, well, sometimes as actors, you're just trying to do whatever, but you end up putting your art up in the most funky places or, you know, Easter shows or different things. You're just in the pageant all the time. And and you're just like, you know, and you feel like your art's hanging in an alley. You know, I mean, you feel like, wow, this doesn't, this doesn't feel right, you know? And, um, and I think the ability to understand, we don't have to actually have that work complete. It's not done. And I can actually spend this time with my fellow, you know, church and people and dive into all that and continue training, getting better. And I don't have to try to be working in places that I don't need to be working. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and putting it up because you can kind of get caught in that grind of like, I'm just, and you, and you, you know, you're putting work up in places that shouldn't belong really. Right. Yeah. Well, I think for all of us to, to learn that, you know, God's our source, especially as creatives, as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. as people that are out there looking for our provision, hopefully by revelation of the Holy spirit, you know, where do I go and where do I hang my work? Where do I, I seek that out? But I think for, as you're saying, for a lot of believers, there can be that really dichotomy of, I love the Lord, but what I feel called to do creatively doesn't fit, quote unquote, the religious mold, or it doesn't seem spiritual enough and that sort of thing. And yet you look at Jesus and the whole centerpiece of Jesus's ministry was story. Right. right? And and I've got to think as an actor, what a place of resonance that that must have for you, because it's not just about churchy stories. It's not just about overtly religious stories, but it's about, I would say, and maybe you can elaborate on this, but using story as kind of the the, sne- the, the sneaky entrance to our heart, you know, the right. trap door where God comes in the back and goes, gotcha, you know, right. I, right. you didn't think you were going to get this, but now here I am working uh, in your heart. So that's beautiful, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. No, it's we so always true. call them glory stories. You yeah. know, like yeah. if there's, like if even the story I just told about the Miss Saigon in my bedroom at five. You wouldn't say Miss Saigon is maybe a, a Jesus churchy story, but it was a catalyst for the Lord to show me my calling and show me the gifts he's given me and yeah. dream about my future. And um, that, but that music, that story was a glory story. It caught my heart. And I, you know, Hamilton on Broadway, you, that may not be a Jesus story, but you can't tell me that's not a glory story of yeah. what the Lord did through people in our country. And, and what he's doing through those creators of that and Lynn and who wrote that. So we're just always looking for the glory story. That's kind yeah. of been our new thing. Like w- when do you watch a movie or see a piece of art or listen to a song and something changes and then you have to act like, yeah. you know, whether it's like, wow, I need to listen to this music more. Ooh, I should, I should put my hair like that. Or you know, <laughs> even as simple as that, if it affects you and makes you want to act on that, that right. to me is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, there can yeah. be the negative side of that too. Um, sure. But if you, if you know it's a glory story, that's the, what we're always looking. And that can be faith-based content. It could be not faith-based well, content. So it's going all over the place. Yeah, sorry, just to jump on that. It's like glory to, to translate that into stuff that doesn't actually maybe have a Jesus message or glory stories to us or, or moments. You know, you watch a film for yeah. a moment. And it's, it's that those moments are relational. They're powerful. A, you know, a father with a son or a moment between a marriage. And, and that's what's so crazy about our industry is like every story begins with conflict. Like what you're saying mm-hmm. that is it has to be fallen. They're, like when we go to write a story, it's all about how tight can you build that prison around the lead characters? Like you're in prison, you know, there's something bad that's happening. And, and you're looking for the moments relationally that we all just hit our hearts 
that's that to me is glory translated into God's world. And it can be a completely secular story, but it yeah. has a moment that hits something that we all know is kingdom, whether you know the kingdom or not. Yeah. And, and I would say that I personally have struggled with understanding the value as a, what I'm bringing to the world as an actor, because it can just seem it on we we're like talking about with Michelle, like doing a breakout on acting. It's like acting is the service industry. You yeah. are serving and it can feel like that. And um, Jesus gave me, I felt a word from God about how it really is about walking a mile in another man's shoes because you have to, but the, the point about doing that, because we hear that all the time, but why the value that comes from it is our ability as actors. We have to be able to walk in someone's story without judgment. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't walk, you can't portray a man's story without or woman's story without, uh, with judging it at the same time. Yeah. And so when you do that, you see stuff that you've never seen before. And that to me is where we're able to go. Oh, I can be walking into any kind of story. doesn't matter what it is, but I can be doing something that Jesus would do, um, yeah. with this story, with this person, with this moment. Yeah. You know, I've heard you say this phrase, you know, peace in the incomplete. And I think about that, especially in, and maybe this is a different than, than how you would position this, but yeah. you know, one of the things that I've really had to come to terms with, and I, I'm really passionate about helping other artists come to terms with is that I really believe that God cares more that we create than what we create. And that our job is to yeah. to be people that are doing the thing that God's created us to do and planting the seeds for us in the context of creativity and mm-hmm. then trusting that that prophetic act of agreeing with heaven and doing the thing that he's called us to do is inherent in itself prophetic that, mm-hmm. you know, and so this, this limiting idea of what prophetic art or Christian art or Christian creative expression is gets blown out of the water. But I think at the same time, you have to have this, this piece in the middle of your heart that says, I'm going to do this thing, and it may not be transactional. That is, I may do it, and I might not see the fruit. <laughs> I might act, I might sell this piece of art, I might create this, and yet it might not show up in its fullness, the, the result of that. But it might be a, a place, a moment, if you will, like you said, along somebody's journey. And am I willing to be okay with that? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so true. It's a it's a revelation I got actually in what I'd say is probably my one life encounter where I felt <laughs> experienced Jesus. Uh, a lot to where I attest when you you share your story about laying on the ground and hearing God say, "Yeah, Rick, yeah. an army of artists." Right. I yeah. I had that type of encounter with Jesus and uh, where I I did feel like I got to ask him a question, which was, "What was it like to walk on Earth?" That that just happened to be the first question that came out um, wanting to get to know him in that moment. And, um, and I love that thought because sometimes we don't know actually what we want until we're faced with like the presence of God or cause, and then all yeah. of a sudden you find a, a desire or something you didn't even know. And in that moment, I would say, I, uh, I, I mean, what I heard was that it was painful. It was, it was incomplete. Um, and what hit me with that was that Jesus was able to walk here on earth in peace and it was all incomplete to him mm. and it will be all incomplete until he redeems his kingdom here. And that's yeah. the promise. And we as artists get words of faith. We get mustard seeds. We get vision. We get things that are directly gifts 
They are the currency of the kingdom in our heart. They, 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 we get to see them and we see a version of completeness. And that's so frustrating <laughs> when you open your eyes <laughs> and like the presence starts to go away and you're like, wait, I, how am I supposed to make that? What am I supposed to do? I can't, this is all incomplete. Right. And Jesus' right. calling is mm-hmm. to walk in the incomplete and, and, mm-hmm. and find that peace. And it's a, I think it's a lifelong journey for us to do because, and, and that's why I love what you say. It's not, it's, it's, it's just that you are creating because we also forget that we are his work, right? Yeah. So yeah. he was, I mean, we are his expression. So like, this is his creation here on earth is like, let your will be done because so go and create and with all of those things. So I think it's a journey of finding what your piece is while you're getting all of the stuff that you're seeing as an artist and you're getting, you know, downloads or words or, or visions of what you want to create and just hold it and, and, and know that the mission is to be on a peaceful journey with it. And like you said, it might not ever be finished or there's a version of it that gets finished here and it will be perpetually moving into the kingdom. That's the goal, right? We create yeah. things that go into the inter- into eternity. So that's, um, mm-hmm. you know, that was... A, Hopefully uh, you get to heaven and, and the Lord says, you know, I really love that thing you did. I love that <laughs> scene. I love that whatever. You know? Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, and to realize that God's not nervous with the incompleteness. I think that was such mm-hmm. a, a freeing thing for me is that, you know, I mean, you look at what Jesus did of, of walked with, you know, spent 33 years on earth, three of those years now he's in ministry. He's walking with 12 guys who obviously did not get it. And, right. and then leaves the whole thing in charge with him and says, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. That by his very nature is this the kind of reckless faith in it, in himself right. and in the, in the kingdom that he's left inside of us, which right. is, which is so powerful to me. Right. So powerful. Yeah. And I love it. It comes back to the parable of the talents. Cause that that's his response to when they thought he was supposed to bring the kingdom in Jerusalem. They're like, well, you're going to arrive and be in Jerusalem and the whole manifestation presence of, you know, like the whole kingdom's coming. And he's like, uh, uh-uh, this is what it's going to look like. You got 10 guys here and I'm going to give you all, it gives every one of us a piece. Yeah. And he says, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, and, and we all dig holes. Not all 10 of those guys have holes. They could have put their stuff into and we forget that's faith. They walked out with faith. They didn't know it was going to get done. They didn't know they were going to come back with five times, ten times. They we forget they had they had to go risk. It says they rewarded those with faith. So they risked what they were given, and we risk when we're given a word to go do it. And that's yeah. what's so scary. Yeah. So it's so easy to put that word and just tuck it away and be like, that was for me, and then go try to make something of yourself, and you forget you're actually trying to go do it and he's given you an inheritance, which is the word that he gave you to go do. So we all have that, you know, yeah. it's, it's all in us. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So creativity by its very nature is risky. We all know this, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, I think anytime we, we put ourselves out there, there's the opportunity to, to get hurt, to have our perfectionistic tendencies <laughs> rise up and that sort of thing. Sometimes that even happens in the context of church, I know you guys have been through junk just like I have. How do you keep walking in a faith community or, or toward that promise of the kingdom when, when you do get hurt and when you go through situations like that, that are, that are not the easiest. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. That's the <laughs> biggest question. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it is. I've always thought it was an artist thing. You know, we always say that like, I can't do anything else. It's, mm-hmm. it's 
I, I, I am not my art. I, I know I am separate, you know, right. I, I it's not my identity, but it is something God has given me that I just, it just keeps my heart beating. And so we, I mean, we've gone through so much rejection as so many artists have as actors, but you know, when we made this last movie, man, did that, it was that hard because you're, we really stepped into something we'd never done before where we have always just been the ones acting, but we wrote this, we produced it. We really, and it's just a, it was huge. And there's just tons of feedback. There's tons of opinion. There's a lot of people that don't like it. A lot of people that don't get it. There are a lot of people that love it and you just don't know what to take in. But there was something at the end of the day that was like, the fact that we risked, like Frank said, we did it and we felt God say, do it. And we did it. And it, we did have joy. And I did have those moments where I saw the calling. I saw, I felt the heartbeat of what we were supposed to do. And I think God's pleased with that. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that has kept, that keeps me going that I, I actually like that. I can say I am a risk taker. I mm. do, I do put it out on the line because I, I, it is comfortable to be the other way. And sometimes we need to be there because we need rest, but to be just comfortable is, I don't know if that's kingdom. I think kingdom is (laughs) get your hands dirty Mm -hmm. and trust God. And we do have, we do have each other in this. We do have, we do have a community of artists, um, honestly from our old church that have, we've all grown up now and we're in, you know, we're later and we can support each other. Um, and we just remind each other that we just can't, we, the constant reminder that our work is not who we are is going to be my whole, our whole life. Like yeah. that has to be told to us every day, but to keep moving and walking, I think it's just cause it feels like just, such, it's our dream. It's yeah. the thing that as a kid made us come alive. And, um, and I would also say it's like, you know, have a safe place to where you can just air your insecurities through it. Yeah. Because I think it's okay and it's actually healthy to just say, wow, like I love when listening. It's like sometimes, you know, comments or things you, you put something out and it could be, it could literally just be a post that you write. And it's like, and you didn't <laughs> expect that kind of reaction or it's stuff. And you just want to, I just turn to Kathleen or just have the person I can call and be like, I like, was this stupid or is this all right? Like, and because I think it's, it's a kind of a natural thing, but we also get through it and then we grow with each one and then it becomes less or, you know, and it, it just helps to be like, have someone that you can trust that always is not going to give into the insecurity, but they're going to allow that place to be a safe place. And then you come out and you come out stronger. And I think we do, you know, that that's a version of it. And there's also a letting go of the result that I think I've, with this movie, I've, I've definitely learned like, I would tell, I'd be like, I know what I think success would be here for this. I have, I know exactly what I would call success, <laughs> but God, you have a plan. And because it came from a place of faith, because it came out of something that we risked from mm-hmm. faith, I have such a trust in the result being in his hands. And, mm-hmm. and if I can let that go, and then I can let my, a safe place for my insecurities go, I usually come out and we, we, yeah. we keep going as a yeah. result. You know, Chris Valentin just posted something that said, don't dig up a seed in doubt that you planted in faith. Hello. And I, <laughs> right. And I think every time we get rejected, every time something, we hit a wall, every time we get scared, whatever it is, I go back to the moment that we said yes to it and we decided yeah. to do it. Even yeah. as an actor, you know, 
no, I actually had a really good audition. Wow. No, actually I felt really good about that song. Why am I having, why am I going crazy pants in my head right now? And you know, because that was faith. That was a moment I took the gifts God gave me and I, I did stand there and, and, and worshiped him and what I did and loved it and had a great time and felt most myself. And that to me is the seed in faith. And so I can't afterward continue to go and pull it out because, you know, I mean, I'm from the voting world. So, you know, some guy in the Midwest, I just don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was kind of the start of my career. So maybe the Lord is in on that. Like, hey, let's get a foundation of just some nasty commenting. The internet wasn't even saying that, but still. (laughs) Yeah, I always tell people, I'm like, you want to grow your faith? Start running ads on Facebook because you will... Immediately, you will know what people think of you, and you will right. deal with all the little insecurities that might be in your heart. So, right. anyway, yeah, yeah, maturity by maturity by Facebook ads. So, <laughs> well, listen, guys. One of the things that you know we kind of bring it to a wrap. I know that one of the beautiful things that always happens in the kingdom is that as we're faithful with little, God makes us ruler over much. He begins to increase our influence. God's opening in the door with. Uh, Ed Silvoso's work that he's doing with Transform Our World and and bringing you guys into a place of influence with other creatives around the world who are passionate about doing what they do in the marketplace. So talk a little bit about that and why that's just so important for for all of us to do what we're called to do in the marketplace. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say we are so blessed to find ourselves in Transform Our World with uh, Ed and Ruth Silvoso. They they have taught us how and have really just edified us as artists that we are marketplace ministers and we are doing the mm-hmm. Lord's work wherever we go in whatever we, room we are in. And we bring that kingdom and, and learning that and then the ability to actually shift ourselves into a service mind frame into the industry and how we can come at our industry and our fellow artists and people that we can find our ways to serve and be that place to um, to actually see, honestly, the word come to life, which is, you know, to humble ourselves, to pray, to declare his name and to actually see healing um, and, and hear what he's saying has been such a literally transformation for us because um, really what it's all about there for us is, is, is doing that for ourselves, doing it for our family. And then it moves into our sphere, as you talked about, as who is around us. And we're, we're doing that. And, and yeah, I mean, I think it's the reason why we love it. I think coming from our background too, is that it's, it's true teaching of how to partner with Jesus in what you're called to do. Yeah. And and that it doesn't start in the marketplace. It doesn't start in your career. It doesn't start with your customers or your audience. It starts in you, and it starts in your family. Yeah, and, then it's, and and they're just so healthy about that. And they just they 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 teach on how like what strongholds do you have? Like what are you wanting? And he poses these questions. You know, like if it says two or three are gathered, you know, and you humble yourself and you ask Jesus. And he'll give it to you. Well, why isn't he? Why isn't it happening? Like he's just so practical. Like let's really look at what let's the Lord. Dig, right? Let's do what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Like hey, yo, we did it. Where is it? You know? <laughs> and so, you know, he's just giving these great teachings of really, ed- like Frank said, edifying who you are. Like we're from a background. You have to be in the church, or you have to be an artist. And then how right. do you serve both and do all that? And then this is just like, no, you're doing it. And yeah. how do you make Jesus your CEO? How do you get yeah. divine strategy? 
How do you, I mean, we do, I'll pray before working on an audition and get a clue about a character. And like, why, oh yeah, she probably did that. And just little things from little yeah. to bit. So um, the transform part has been amazing teaching. And then the, the marketplace part is really where, where the and, gold and is. And what we're happening. excited about is like, literally they've been doing it. They have amazing testimonies around the world, literally yeah. about uh, business, education, government, all this stuff. And we went into it and we have great friends that brought us in and there's like, there's nothing on arts and entertainment. And we're like, these, these guys are artists. That's an architect. Yeah. He's an artist. You right. know, like, exactly. like talk about this stuff. We're like, well, everybody's testimony started with, I watched a movie and learned how to pray. Exactly. Like, well, here you go. Or what Kanye's doing on his album. I'm like, okay, we're, we're an artist here. Yeah. You know, we shift culture. We tell people, how to think, what to wear. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. we do. And, well, it's you know, the fundamental like, idea that creativity is the way that the kingdom works, regardless of yeah. how it gets expressed through your life. It's this idea that we see and agree with heaven, and we release okay. that transformation through through our life. I, I'm the same way. I love seeing the transformation, same kind of thing in our mentoring program that happens when artists understand how to start aligning your mindset and then how to start releasing God's presence in line with your business in your creative expression, that he's the one that wants to lead you step by step. Cause so many people and especially religious people, that's the thing yeah. live in, in silos, right? My business mm-hmm. life over here, my church life over here, my art life over here. And it's like, I think that's what Jesus is doing right now is that he's like, no, the kingdom is in all of that. It's, it's mm-hmm. the thing that goes, it's, it's in and through everything. And when you start to understand this holistic perspective of how to approach, um, all of a sudden that's when the transformation, I call it the double doors of favor. It's like, <laughs> finally you're ready. Boom. You know, here it, here it starts to happen in your life. So, well, guys, you guys are killing it. I just have loved getting to know you and we'll continue to get to know you more and more, but thank you so much for being on today. I know folks are going to want to find out about all the work you're doing with full armor films and all that. So where's the best place to connect with you online and on social? Yeah. yeah. Our movie that's um, literally looking to be sold right now um, is doing the rounds at all the major streamers is um, American reject dot movie. Um, and it has all the information there. Yeah. And, and I guess I would just follow us on social. I mean, we're mainly on Instagram yeah. and Facebook, Kathleen Monteleone, Frank Monteleone. Mm-hmm. Um, and there we link to our film company, Full Armor Films. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think our movie and us personally would be the great, the best connection. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, again, thanks so much. What you're doing makes a, a huge difference in the kingdom. And I'm, I'm so glad folks got to hear your story today. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.